Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your host, Kathy Barrett. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, a show about life and how we travel down the not-so-yellow brick road of it. I'm Kathy Barrett, and I hope you'll stay tuned for the next 30 minutes with me as I reveal what's behind the curtain this week. Like seeing a painting or a photograph that moves you, I hope that in each show you will see a reflection of yourself in our guests and in their stories, and that the information that they provide in terms of their journey in life and how they travel down it will support and inspire you as you travel down your own path. So welcome to the program today. I'm so excited about the show. Singer, songwriter, recording artist Lucinda Drayton is with us. Uh, live from the United Kingdom, and I'm a huge fan of Lucinda's, and so this show is a very special treat for me. I just want to make a quick uh, brief announcement before we bring Lucinda on. You know, Mother's Day is coming, so honor your mother this year by making a contribution to two really worthwhile organizations First of all, the Orphan Support League, and that's Orphan Support League, all one word, dot org, was founded in 2007 by Brian E. Bax, and it was founded to aid parentless or displaced children around the world. Every single penny that you donate goes directly for the care of these children. And so a few dollars goes an awfully long way, and they have a very special program this year for Mother's Day. So contact them at www.orphansupportleague.org, and they'll tell you about the special Mother's Day uh, program that they have. Uh, If you donate, they will make this beautiful card for your mom, and it's really, really special in terms of what your donation will provide to children that uh, really need your money and your support and your love. So that's www.orphansupportleague.org. And the second one that I would like to mention is the Abusha Bosi Project, which is a nonprofit vocational skills training organization that was founded in September of 2008 in Rwanda. And through education and skills training, as an example, they teach sewing, weaving, crocheting. And even this year, they started uh, yoga teacher training, which was recently taught by Megan Lee of Chai Chester Yoga uh, up here in the Catskill Mountains. And the Abusha Bosi Project seeks to end the cycle of poverty that these young girls have experienced throughout their young lives. So go to, and I'll spell it out for you, U-B-O-S-H-O-B-O-Z-I dot org. Make a donation. Give the gift of life this year to honor your mom. And be sure to go to ChaiChesterYoga.com and take some classes, some teacher training. Megan Lee will enlighten your practice and your world. So uh, moving on with the show now, I first became aware of Lucinda when she was performing with uh, Bliss in August of 2003. And the way I became aware of it is I walked into the Brahma Kumaris uh, World Spiritual uh, Foundation. They have a meditation center in New York City. And I walked in and there was this unbelievable music playing on the stereo. And I was headed towards the meditation room, and I just remember hearing Lucinda's beautiful vocals and lyrics stopped me cold in my tracks. The music was so haunting, and I had this urgent feeling to connect to who was singing. It was one of the most beautiful voices I had ever heard in my lifetime. I had to have that CD in my possession even before I went into the meditation room. 
Lucinda's musical gifts have had her penning number one song, and she had several recordings that topped the charts in the UK and Europe in the mid-1990s. She and her musical collaborator, Blissette, at the time were known as the group Bliss. They were introduced to Raj Yoga Meditation, and they started to walk down a more spiritual path. It began to influence the music they created. They have gone on to record several CDs as Bliss. They produced them and distributed the recordings themselves and have sold hundreds of thousands of CDs around the world. Lucinda is now on a new phase of her life journey, taking her music and meditation to another level empowerment workshops, meditation CDs, and she has gone on to record several new CDs, which I will mention right now. One is called The Mirror. There is another one, Both Sides Now, where she does a beautiful arrangement of covers, songs that um, everyone's favorite songs in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she has this experimental project, which we're going to talk a little bit more about later in the show, called The Gathering. And all are a part of the next phase of her solo career. So you can find out more about Lucinda and listen to her magnificent music by going to www.blissfulmusic.com. Welcome, Lucinda. It's so lovely to have you on the program today. Hi, Kathy. It's lovely to be, lovely to be on the program. Well, thank you for being with us. I know you are one busy woman, so I appreciate you <laughs> pausing. <laughs> it's nice. I like it. I'm just sitting here with my dog. It's lovely. <laughs> and um, so you began writing and singing at a very young age. What inspired you to create music so young? I think um, I think I brought it with me. I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know whether your listeners are... Um, into the idea of multiple births, but I certainly feel I have been here in various incarnations before, and I feel I brought the gift of music and the need to write songs with me. Uh, it, it's not something I was taught or that was around me. I, I I started writing songs when I was, I think I wrote my first song when I was about six, and I just want, I just was kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> That's really interesting to hear because a lot of times, you know, people um, become fearful of that kind Mm. of spirit, you know. Um, Mm. In your case, it was music, sometimes with other people. It's just a a talent that doesn't necessarily fit into societies. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Agreement on what's normal per se. But that's really good to hear. But yet you had the instincts to trust it and, and continue with it. I, it, I just couldn't ignore it. Um, it was very strong, and um, I think I will always create music and songs, even if nobody ever listened again. I just, it's, it's, it makes me happy. You know? And it, it, it also, I mean, I guess it's part of breathing for you, and we're that. It passionate. is, and I, people always say, you know, it looks so effortless when you sing, but for me, it is a bit like breathing. I don't, my voice. I love my voice because it never lets me down and I I trust it. I have this relationship with my voice that I just trust it. And even when I've got laryngitis, it it kind of just works. I, I, I have this incredible faith in it. So um, it is easy for me. And I, you know, I'm, I just feel very lucky. Well, let I would like to begin by playing the song that mesmerized me at the Meditation Center in New York City that day, just to acquaint the listeners who are not familiar with you, with your amazing talent. So I'm going to play, uh, this is um, Thank You, and this is from the Bliss CD. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry I had to cut that short, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in an edit. But that I would like to um, just say that that song, when I heard it, and everyone should listen to it in its entirety, please go to blissfulmusic.com because it, it just reached into my heart and opened it mm-hmm. that day. And I love music, all kinds of music. I love great singers, but your voice touches the listener on a core level for me. Thank you. It's very, well, it's beautiful for me to hear that because um, the music comes from from a very deep place for me. It, um, it's Most of it just seems to arrive. I I don't feel very involved on a cognitive level with it. It, it really does arrive. And um, that, that particular song was born out of a, a really heartfelt desire to honor a person who had left the body, who had died, and um, had given such a, an incredible contribution to the world. And so I wanted to honor that person, and and it was very heartfelt. So, yeah. I, and I really feel that, and I tell you, I, I call it... Um the gratitude song, you know, yeah. it just really gives you pause even to mm-hmm. stop and be grateful for the people in your lives. And yep. you know how we all kind of get busy mm-hmm. and we're running around and sometimes we take people for granted. But when yeah. I heard that song, it just stopped me in my tracks because I was like, oh, my God, I am not realizing or recognizing or giving recognition to the people I love so much. And that yeah. song always reminds me to do that. Yes, absolutely. And I was actually running a workshop this weekend, and I think in the room of, there must have been 18 women there, I think about four of them had been through the journey of cancer. And I got talking to two of them in the break, and and they're very conscious kind of women, so I I asked the question, you know, what what have you learned from, from this journey? And they both said, they both said the same thing, which was, we've learned about the gift of life. You know, in in having the possibility of of the loss of life being brought to the door, they really have become so grateful for each new day, and it was it really touched me because I thought, yeah, and you know, even though I I come back to that awareness quite often because I'm a meditator and it does bring you back to awareness to hear that from two really beautiful women who'd been through so much. I just thought, yes. And there it is again. Wake up and just be thankful that you're here, you know. Yes, that we're here, what a gift it is, yeah. and yeah. all the people that we love, yeah. what a gift they are to us, yeah, you know. absolutely. So let's talk about your um, meditation experience mm-hmm. and how that entered your musical life and, and mm-hmm. personal life and what that brought to you. Well, I, my partner, Andy Blissett, he, was, he started meditating on a regular basis before me, but I was the one who was on the really heavy search for truth. I'd been, I'd been exploring uh, various spiritual paths for some time, um, but he kept talking to me about the spiritual knowledge of the Brahma Kumaris, and I, my ears couldn't stop listening. And in the end, I visited the same meditation centre, and I had immediate experiences in that vibration. It was as if I'd come home, really. Mm. So I sat down in a little ordinary house um, in Slough in in England, and um, I started having very powerful experiences of of feelings of being much more than just this body, of feelings of um, eternity, and and then 
of being close to or experiencing the source that you know light and bliss you know incredible states of bliss and i thought everybody was getting this you know i thought goodness isn't this great but i i quickly <laughs> realized that not everybody was having this experience and that for me it was a gift that went on for a while and then i had to kind of do my own work later but i think it was a a good way to get me in because i was i was having very very powerful experiences wow yeah mm. and so you kept walking towards those powerful experiences though and it, it yes i did yeah and 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 it just was i felt like i was waking up you know on yeah. so many levels and it was an incredible time it was just an incredible time yeah well, what's interesting about your story is that as this was happening, you and Andy had a lot of success going on. So in terms of you worked, right, to build this up and finally make it, um, in quotes, as they say, in the music industry, yeah. and then yeah. all of a sudden your life started to take a different pathway in terms of yeah. your spiritual life. So talk a little bit about how that had an impact on, you know, they both had an impact on each other. Yeah, well, it's interesting because I, I, it's almost like I found that meditation practice at a time when everything was great. You know, I had this wonderful partner and I was in love and I um, had success. One of my, one of the songs that I'd been involved in writing had taken off and was a number one hit. And it all looked, you know, it's like, well, why, you know, why do I need to go on this search? And so it was not from a position of neediness. It was, mm. it, I found it because I found it. And then um, there was a, a situation where I, I reached the top of my personal mountain and the view didn't look great. I mm. kind of got, the, the, the track was a number one and the feelings around it weren't as I had imagined. And of course the illusion became quite clear. And so I felt this enormous internal disappointment. It's like, oh, is this it? Is this top of your mountain? Is this it? And so I feel very lucky that the spiritual support network was in place for me then to begin the journey in earnest after that. And that's what I did. And I really jumped in. I I became very, very full-on practitioner of, of, of Raj Yoga. And you also started to incorporate, you know, not just meditate every day, but you really... Uh, embodied that all through your life in terms of you did a lot of yeah. weren't you going into prisons and, and doing volunteer yeah work? I worked in a young offenders unit I ran a, um, some courses there called respect and I taught meditation to a lot of people I remember people coming with depression and agoraphobia and all sorts of really quite powerful issues and, and then you know meditation changing their lives so I was watching it in action um yeah it was it was incredible incredible time and then of course it was influencing the music mm-hmm. all the electric guitars were going out the window and all the kind of angst and the stuff i'd been doing before was was softening and becoming different and i was asking questions in the music and then i was and then and then the teachings began through the music it feels to me when i listen to them they're like teachings almost at times and that really didn't feel like my voice. It's like, oh, what right do I have to put these teachings down? But because I knew they were they were coming from such an authentic place, I had to say them. So I did. Well, it was almost like it was coming through you. 
Yeah, the lessons are coming through you. Yes, absolutely. What I love is how you invite the listener into experience your life and spiritual journey, and your voice and you know the lyrics pass the experience on through us. It just like penetrates the soul. Mm, And I think that's the power of music. I suppose because it is an energy and it's non-threatening. You know, it crosses all boundaries, and it just goes straight to the heart, and that's. That's the power of music. It is, and and but I think you have a little bit more power in, in your music, based on um, the truth that you you seek for yourself is in there, and we can yeah. feel it. You know, yeah. we can we can feel what you're going for, and we kind of want to be carried along with you. Oh, well, that's that's lovely to hear because I know my search for truth does drive the people in my life a bit mad. <laughs> It's a bit relentless, so at least at least it's doing some good out there in other ways, you know. I, I mean, I drive myself mad sometimes with my my constant inquiry, but I, it's it's just the way I am, you know. I I can totally relate to you in that. Yeah. I I just want to pause because I also know and play something else uh, for the listeners. Um, this again is another song that I had a very personal connection to, and I know I'm not the only one. I lost my brother seven years ago, and mm. when I when I did lose him, I was kind of tossing about in this emotional yeah. tsunami. And I remember listening to 100,000 Angels, and yeah. oh, that song actually pulled me back from my grief yeah. and gave me a sense of peacefulness that I never thought I would experience again. And it was, and still is, such an enormous comfort to me and I know that you probably hear that from many people around the world when you tour you know I do hear that but but that's just really touched my heart because you know what more could a writer want mm. well let's, so yeah I do hear it but 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 then I don't you know I it's like do you really get this Lucinda yes so thank you Oh, thank you. Thank you, because it's a magnificent piece. So again, I apologize for editing some of these down. I'm trying to get as many in as I can during the program. But this is 100,000 Angels, and this is from the um, 100,000 Angels CD by Bliss.
just beautiful, Lucinda, really. That song yeah. moves me. It, it, yeah. It really is magnificent. What what uh, inspired you to write that one? I don't have a very much memory around that song. Most of them I do remember where they were written, how they were written and the feeling, but I don't have a remem- much about that one. All I know is that it was very simple and I wrote it with guitar. Mm-hmm. And so it sounded a bit twee to me and it sounded a bit sugary. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to bin it. Um, <laughs> but Andy, my partner at the time, he saved it mm-hmm. and he slowed it right down and he he um, he gave it that sound. So good for him, eh? <laughs> Well, it's the it's the combination that was yeah. really beautiful, and yeah. and you guys created a lot of great and uh, wonderful music um, yeah. with that collaboration. Yeah. And so let's uh, talk a little bit now. You have uh, you're doing so many things now. You've got uh, yeah. your own CDs, uh, meditation CDs, and um, talk a little mm. bit about what's happening now with your career and the direction you're going in. Um. The meditation CDs just sort of came about very naturally. I was asked to do them by um, a company, and they were about my process, really. I mean, I always, that's what I tend to, as I'm working on stuff myself, I tend to produce things around that. So it's a very authentic thing. And I'd I'd been going through a lot of change in my life, and there was, I needed to do a lot of letting go. So that letting go, moving on, was about me, you know, going through a separation and changing my life and uh, making huge changes and moving house and all of those things and, mm. and, and the process of letting go that needs to happen through that. And at that time, I met an amazing mentor who helped me with that process. Um, and he uh, was responsible for putting together an organization called The Reach Approach, which I work a lot with now, and I'm, I have done some training with him. And that really took me into a whole new area of um, personal development and responsibility. And it was the area of the emotional um, work. So I'd kind of, I came at it backwards. I did all this spiritual work, and I was floating <laughs> about in the air, you know, in the soul on the soul level. Mm-hmm. And then I think I had to go back and do some cleaning up around the emotional stuff in this life and uh, and do the work there and he he came into my life to help me do that so that led to these CDs that are quite they're very grounded they're very um they're very simple and and I like that approach so it's, they're called the simple truths sort of series and they're about fear and grief and then bringing in the love and the self-care and the self-nurture which is something I've had to learn to do Mm. And how do you practice that in your own life for yourself when you're up against that? I embrace feelings. I name them. I sit down and I I sit down consciously and I say, so what is it you're feeling? I speak to myself. What is it you're feeling, Lucinda? And so I may be feeling sadness or I may be feeling anger or guilt. I name it. And then I look at it and I say, and this is yours. It's not nobody else. It's nobody else's. It's mm. yours. It may have been triggered by something externally, but it's yours. So I own it. I take responsibility. And then I work to surrender it, to let it go. 
And this is a this is a process that anybody can look up on the Reach Approach website, which is thereachapproach.co.uk. And the process I'm talking about is under N-O-S-E, name it, own it, surrender it, which leads to empowerment. And the surrender process is about forgiveness work and gratitude. So it's not quick fix. It takes time. Of course. It, it takes time, but it's very powerful. And I use it, I use it all the time myself, and then I teach it as well. Now, are, is this in the States yet, or no? It's just basically... In you know what? I did do some workshops in the States. I, I, I was in L.A. for about three months, which was a wonderful experience. I loved it. Because I always call myself an honorary American when I go there. Because <laughs> every time I've done concerts in the States, I'm always really touched by the openness of the Americans. Mm. They seem to be very open-hearted. You know, people are so... They, they, they almost seem to be less barriers than there are here in England. We have a but bad we're, we're reputation, quite, but we're pretty you know, soft. We, I think so. You know, yeah. we're we're quite guarded here at times. We're mm-hmm. quite guarded. And so when I went to America, it was like, oh my goodness, these people. You know, people will tell you they love you, and <laughs> and I just think it's great. You know, it's wonderful. There's this openness, and so. I've always enjoyed being there, and my time in L.A. was really special, and I did run groups there based on this process. Wow. And when can we get you to New York? (laughs) Oh, invite me. I love New York. Okay, well, we'll have to talk about this off the air because I do have a couple of things. I I think what what you've just shared just sounds like a wonderful process, and it it sounds simple, even though it's not going to happen overnight. No. Yeah, it's about it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of honesty. Uh-huh. Because it really is about facing the self and facing your demons, you know. But we can't really get to the healing until we do that. No. I mean, if if we're not accountable, then we're still kind of pushing it down into yeah. the subconscious, and it's just going to yeah. sit there. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to move anywhere. It's just going to come back to haunt us. And exactly. So taking that responsibility and and the steps that you mentioned. Um, yeah really is the way to peace and happiness and, you know, kind of being your potential in life. Yeah, but the key is to do it with compassion, you know, rather than beating yourself when you see the bits of yourself that you think, oh, this is awful, you know. That would be a challenge for me. I'm very good at beating Mm -hmm. myself up, you know. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things I struggle with, I know, um, I just want to, if you can, stay with me, I'd like to, Go maybe five minutes longer than we originally. Absolutely. Okay. Great. Uh, I would like to play another cut. um, Another. Mm -hmm. I'm playing you. I mean, every song you do is my favorite song. It was impossible Mm -hmm. for me to to kind of choose uh, which ones to play, but I just love the sound of your voice and also the lyrics to the song. I'll be waiting. Eternity 
the magnificent voice of Lucinda Drayton, and you can hear more of her fabulous music by going to www.blissfulmusic.com. Lucinda, I know I sound like a broken record with, you know, just complimenting you, but your lyrics also, I mean, they go right to, to the heart. They really are so simple, but yet so magnificent and really bring home um, so many important issues that all of us need to resonate on a little bit more, I think, in life. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, because this, I know we can't get into a lot about this, and I would love for you to come back and do another host show uh, mm-hmm. on your project, The Gathering, uh, which, mm. talk a little bit about that, because it's really interesting. Well, it's kind of like, I'm always, because I'm always inquiring and, and going deeper and deeper, I, as an artist, I think sometimes my uh, my fans get a little bit like, well, what's she doing next, you know, because <laughs> um, they want me to do 100,000 Angels over and over again, mm. but, as an, you know, as an artist, you need to keep moving into new for me anyway, into new areas and experiment and be creative. And I love working with creative people. And I wondered what it would be like to sit with musicians who are at the top of their game, who are great musicians technically, but who also have some kind of practice in consciousness. And to just bring them together in a space and just see what see what happened when we just had silence together and then we just started playing. And I just thought, what would happen? And that's what we did. I invited people from all over the country. Some of them I knew well, some of them I knew a little, and one of them I didn't know at all, but had been recommended to me by somebody who I really trusted. And it was magical. It was just the most incredible, joyous experience I've had of making an album. It was it was effortless. The actual music was effortless it was and there's a film about it we made a film about the making of and you can feel the joy in it it's wonderful and that is that on your website as well can they yes it's called mm-hmm. the album's called startled by the familiar it's got an or a bird on the front and the the band is called the gathering and it's various musicians from the uk and the music is deep it's it sounds like world music. It, it goes to India. It goes to Africa. It's quite rhythmic at times. It journeys into jazz, and then it goes off somewhere else. It's very heartfelt, and it's full of joy, mm. you know, which is something I've been thinking a lot about as an artist because I'm great at nostalgia. I'm great at love. I'm great at, you know, longing. But I wondered how, as an artist, do you really do joy? And of course, and of course, to do it, you have to feel it. Exactly. You can't fake joy. It's like you can't fake love. So when I felt that joy, of course, it showed up in the music. I cannot wait until you come back. I would really love to do an entire program like that, and we can even bring on some of the other musicians and have yeah. them talk about oh, that, it. They'd love it. They'd love I would it, and you'd love, love them. <laughs> yes, I will love <laughs> them. Just, fascinating bunch of people we just had so much fun and i love that creative you know process and you know it takes a lot of courage because you have i mean you have these devoted fans so i understand what you're talking about they're like give me more of the same give me more of the same but you have to spread your own wings and keep moving through it and um so that's i really applaud uh 
A, your courage to do that, but I love everything you do, and I'm so excited to uh, be along to watch you as you continue down your journey. I'm right behind you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the support. Yes, cheering you on. And uh, I I really want to thank you. I I know know we said we would cut it at a half hour. I thank you for bringing your beautiful spirit to the program and your voice to me is a voice. I'm so grateful to you for all of the wonderful work that you also do in the world and what you contribute to people on a thank massive you. world scale. Oh, thank you very much. That really means a lot to me because, you know, sometimes we're a very small company. We're a little cottage industry, really. And even though it it all sounds big, it's actually very, very small. So people like you mean a lot to us that you're just letting it go out maybe to a few new people tonight. And I'm really grateful. Well, absolutely. And, you know, part of my mission is to, you know, take my program global, you know, to Mm. hopefully inspire people by seeing uh, the beautiful images and the guests and their stories. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I will continue to... um, uh, work on that myself because I think what you have to offer everyone should hear, everyone should have access to it, it's just too beautiful for the world not to know it uh, and be bombarded with it like we are bombarded with other music that you know we really shouldn't be bombarded with so much, it yeah. doesn't have the same impact you know Yeah, yeah. And well it's, uh, hopefully the, you know, the, the time is coming when things will start to change I feel it, when yeah. it's needed I, I, and I, I, you know, I was touched by the the um, the beginning of the program with the orphan dedication and the work that's going on because, you know, the, the neglected children of today are really the world tomorrow. So, we, you know, for me, it's like we've got to start taking care of these children. Absolutely. And actually, Bryony Bax is a friend of mine, and she uh, she just moved back to London. She was from mm-hmm. London, living uh, in the States for a number of years. Oh, and wow. uh, so she's she's there, and she is a fabulous, fabulous person. We're going mm-hmm. to be going to Spirit of Humanity conference that's being held in Iceland in September. And so she's somebody to, to know there. I'll have to hook you guys up separately be because great. you would really enjoy each other. And you'll enjoy Iceland. It's a fascinating place. Ah, I can't wait. Mm, I can't wait. Beautiful. Well, thank you again, Lucinda. And off the air, we'll we'll schedule a time for you to come back and we'll get that in the works because uh, that program sounds fantastic. Next week, uh, we have Navigating a Crisis with Amkari Williams. This woman is the kind of inspiration that you want when you find yourself in any kind of a crisis and living her own personal health uh, dilemma led her to discover the ways in which we can navigate through the obstacles of life with more clarity and balance when we are faced with these challenges that hit us. She is an amazing spirit who has authored an ebook of the same name and she'll be here to help us. It doesn't matter what kind of crisis you're in, once you know the basic steps, you can begin to navigate them with more clarity. And Amkari will be here this uh, this coming week to uh, to lead the way. And I'm going to send us out uh, with another uh, Bliss song. And I love this. I think that this should be in the national anthem of the world. And it's Amshanti. And I love the lyrics. I love everything about this song. And it just really lights me up and makes me want to dance. So I'm setting that intention out that everybody get up out of your chairs and dance uh, the program out. And this is Lucinda Drayton. Again, her website is www.blissfulmusic.com. This is Kathy Barrett and Lucinda Drayton sending you a virtual hug from behind the curtain. I'll be back next 
week at noon, and I hope you tune in. Peace and gratitude, everybody. <laughs>